Welcome to the story of writing, a look at writers and written work, how they made history, and how they've changed us, too. It's June 11th, 2023. My name is John Brown. On this day in 1963, civil rights came into focus in ways that were horrific, frightening, and then aspirational, though the day ended with the murder of a well-known and highly respected civil rights activist. A warning that this next item mentions self-immolation. The day began with a Buddhist monk, Tuk Gangduk, pouring gasoline over himself and striking a match. This was a protest against the Vietnamese government, which had enacted a number of laws meant to repress Buddhist religious practice in Vietnam. Photos of Duc's body burning in a busy intersection of Saigon brought international attention to Vietnam's government and condemnation of Prime Minister Ngo Jinh Diem. Back in the States on this day, in 1963, the avowedly segregationist governor of Alabama, George Wallace, stood in a University of Alabama doorway to prevent two black students from attending. A few hours later, those two students, Vivian Malone and James Hood, were able to register for university classes because they were accompanied and protected by National Guard troops who had themselves been federalized by President John F. Kennedy. Still later, on June 11, 1963, Kennedy addressed the nation from the Oval Office. The president believed the struggle for civil rights was both a moral and constitutional obligation. On this night, he promised major civil rights legislation would be submitted to Congress and that it would end segregation in education, guarantee equal access to public facilities, and provide federal protections of the right to vote. Shortly after the president's address, Medgar Evers, the Mississippi activist and a respected field officer in the NAACP, was murdered outside his home by a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Today is the birthday of the man regarded as the second most important dramatist of Britain's Jacobean era. Ben Jonson was born on this day in the year 1572. Among dramatists, only William Shakespeare had more influence on the English language. Today is also Gene Wilder's birthday. In a seven-year span, the actor gave us some of the most memorable characters of 20th century film. The anxiety-ridden accountant Leo Bloom in The Producers, the confusing Candyman in Willy Wonka in The Chocolate Factory, reticent gunslinger the Waco Kid in Blazing Saddles, and Frederick Frankenstein with Just Below the Surface Mania in the movie Young Frankenstein. These four characters had nothing in common, except a glint in their eyes that was partly mischievous, but mostly kind. And that, as much as anything, was Gene Wilder. He was born Jerome Silberman on this day in 1933. Today's reading is the poem Song to Celia by Ben Jonson. Drink to me only with thine eyes, and I will pledge with mine. Or leave a kiss but in the cup, and I'll not look for wine. The thirst that from the soul doth rise doth ask a drink divine. But might I of Joe's nectar sup, I would not change for thine. I sent thee late a rosy wreath, not so much honoring thee as giving it a hope that there it could not withered be. But thou thereon didst only breathe and sent it back to me since when it grows and smells, I swear, not of itself, but thee. 
And that is the story of writing for June 11th. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow, a look at Loving v. Virginia, the best name of any case decided by the U.S. Supreme Court. It put an end to all laws that barred interracial marriage in the States. What writing has changed you? Please let me know at storyofwriting.com. Thank you.